Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Bleachers, featuring the real JH, Charles Coley, and Christian. Wow, you're not you're not going to say my line. No, we're name. not. No, we're not saying your name. <laughs> All right, peace, guys. <laughs> I'll be back soon. How you doing? Chilling, chilling. You know, Christian. Uh, how you doing? Oh, uh, who's Christian? Don't know. I mean. Address me, sir. Christian Sanchez, how are you doing? I'm doing great, man. How about you? I'm doing okay. I mean, I last couple of weeks have been kind of down, but we're better. Nah, man. I turned I I, uh, I I turned another year pretty soon. Another trip around the sun. Yeah, so man. I'm looking forward to that. By next show, I should be that age. Twenty five, right? Twenty five. Been twenty five. Been 25 for like a couple of years now. <laughs> 25. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. do a quick fun fact, dude. When I was like a sophomore in high school, that's when I started growing a beard. Everyone thought I was like a senior. Yeah, man, I I can relate. Yeah. Uh, nice. I've been struggling to grow a beard. Look at these patches, man. Bro, I'll teach you the secret though. Thanks. At least you got patches. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyways, y'all, we got a great show to talk about tonight. We got the NFL free agency period kicking off. I mean, that's been a hell of a splash in terms of our team, the Patriots. I don't know about you, Christian, but our team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, my team, the uh, historically great New York Jets. Yeah, they're they're making moves. Wait, Hold on. You're a Jets fan? Not even close, man. <laughs> Bro, they're just in New York, so I just said it, but yeah. no. <laughs> I go for the Falcons before I go for the Jets. What? <laughs> That's gross. But um, yeah, we got a lot of football. We got a lot of news to cover in terms of that department. And after that, we're gonna talk about last week's or last weekend's Grammys. And I have some thoughts there. I'm not necessarily happy. I'm gonna just say that now, but yeah, I got some opinions there that need to be addressed. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Okay, yeah, so we got basically two main segments tonight. And yeah, I'm ready to get started when y'all are. We're doing our chief. I'm ready. Ready, ready. All right. Well, free agency kicked off with a bang. Um Obviously, we're going to talk a lot of Patriots because that's that's who we are as fans. And unfortunately, James isn't here. I would have loved to have James talk about talk about everything that's transpired in terms of the Patriots and the league in general. Because he, yeah. out of all of us in the group, he's probably the best knowledgeable person on that. So I would have loved yeah. to have him. But unfortunately, he's not here. But that's okay because we are. So... So, yeah, to kick things off um, for the Patriots, at least, I want to talk about how they brought back Cam Newton, first of all. So there was a lot of questions into coming into like this period of time where it was like, oh, are they going to resign Cam Newton? Are they going to, you know, bring another quarterback trade for another person? Are they going to draft a guy? Are they going to move up in the draft to draft a specific guy? There was a lot of questions there. Recently, they re-signed Cam Newton, so as of yeah. now, it looks like it's him. 
Didn't but, they give him a lot more too than last contract? Oh yeah, they gave him a lot more. Mil, yeah, that they. It was like thirteen mil. Yeah. Yeah, like thirteen point five, I think. Yeah, it was like thirteen mil. So yeah, they brought him back, and I don't. I mean, I know a lot of people aren't happy about it because they think Cam is washed. My, and before we get into the other additions that they made, my initial reaction was, okay. I mean, I, I did not expect them to, you know trade up in the draft to try to get a premier pick. I did not expect them to do some trade for Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson or anything, anybody like that. So I think they were kind of stuck. They didn't really have a choice. They could have got another guy. Cause I, I look at Cam Newton as like a bridge guy, like not in the sense of like his talent ability, but like Tom Brady left Cam Newton is the bridge guy for the next young quarterback that the Patriots bring in. That's kind of how I view Cam right now. And I mean, I mean, I guess if you already had him in your system last year, might as well bring him back. Not for nothing. I mean, like just looking at his past season, it's just different because I mean, mind you, like you said, they had Tom Brady. Their game has been like that for years to come. This is their first like season with a whole different like team, a whole different quarterback. You know, but you still have Bill Belichick, obviously. So, and in Cam being a different type of quarterback, like they never had to experience a running quarterback. He's they've always been dealing with passing, passing. This guy is like more towards a running. You know, he's not—I don't want to say—he's not the best in his passings, but he does—he does what he can in his style. And I feel like that's just something that the Patriots have to kind of get used to and try to adjust to. And on top of that, there was no training camp last year. Like, obviously, due to COVID. So, maybe this year, especially with the team that they got now, they could have a better chance to build more team chemistry, kind of adjust to his playing style, you know, others too, and see how far that gets them. Because I personally think, like, giving him this other chance could make or break him being on the Patriots. But I think, like, with all those factors coming in and coming along, it could help him out. So, yeah, I, I feel like – I mean, I'm not disappointed – it was questionable, but not disappointing because I feel like they are giving him a second chance for a reason because maybe they see something. In yeah, him, in the I mean, I, I was always saying, and I don't, I'm not saying Cam was perfect last year because he was not perfect. He was not near perfect last year, but I mean, I did defend him a little bit. I mean, no, no training camp, like you said, no real, you know, time to yeah. get a good chemistry with that team. And you didn't have that much, like, support really think about it like and then he got covid and that kind of messed things up too yeah i mean i'm not as caught up as you guys so like spare me from an air horn please but um it's coming (laughs) no from what i saw i thought cam was playing good football up until he caught covid and in this situation considering the pandemic and all that me personally i would give him the benefit of the doubt just because it's very possible, like, mentally and physically, he could have just been thrown off dealing with it. So I feel like another chance is – I wouldn't say deserved, like, he earned it, but, like, like they should give him another chance considering the circumstances of last season. Yeah. Right after he signed, I said – right after he signed, I said, I want to see him with weapons. I want to see what he can do with, you know, at least guys that can make plays because he basically – took the offense that Tom Brady had the year prior and Tom Brady couldn't do, I mean, he couldn't really do much with that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, 
Tom Brady knows the system. So how can you expect Cam Newton to succeed any higher with the same guys when he hasn't even been there? Yeah, no, it's okay. what, I mean, you know, it happens all the time when like new players come to a team and try to like fill in the spot of an old, you know, vet. Like it's hard to fill a, a spot of Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? So I would expect them to kind of be a little bit like, especially like fans, you know, hold a little bit of a grudge if he does bad, if he, you know, doesn't play the way that he should be playing. But at the same time, it's just understanding like this dude has to like make up, like not make up, but like do as good or like somewhat good as Tom Brady, which is hard. And the last time, at least for me, we saw Cam like playing his all out best was when they went to the Super Bowl on when it was on the Panthers. You know, that was like one of the last times. I'm not saying he's been like trash since then, but like obviously that was the best season they had. You know, they made it to the Super Bowl. And hmm. that's what a lot of people I feel like want to see. They want to see that Cam Newton like play again. And I mean, with the team they have now, like you have one of the best tight ends on your team now. So that's some good support. You have, you know, well, two, two good tight ends, yeah. two. So that's definitely something really helpful. They have some good wide receivers now, you know. It's all about really how they can blend and really work together in order to go far, really, because I'm pretty sure we're going to see New England in the playoffs, like, for sure. They are for sure going to be a playoff team. I'm not going to sit here and say they're going to be anything more than that because we got to see what the product looks like. Yeah. But they are for sure an upgraded team. I don't think they're going to have the same record as they did last year. And we'll see. I mean, yeah. they definitely yeah. added people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking on Cam, though, like, I personally am glad that the Patriots did resign him. I'm not even a Pats fan, but, like, I think it's good for him. But um, just trying to be objective with it, he's definitely a high-risk, high-reward guy. Just because it's very possible you could get the Cam Newton who's failed to meet expectations the past couple of years, or you can get Cam Newton as good as he was in 2015, if not better, because he puts the work in and obviously more like time has passed since 2015 and with time comes experience. Yeah. I mean, um, he's a little older. His, his legs aren't what they used to be, but you can't doubt his work ethic. He's mm -hmm. always been a hard worker. So, I mean, and you know, in a system like the Patriots and Bill Belichick, that's going to, they're not going to complain about that. I think if you put mm -hmm. the right pieces around him, he can make some noise. Yeah, mm -hmm. I feel like that. And then you have Bill Belichick as your coach. Yeah. Like, that's already kind of somewhat, not just somewhat, that's a flex. You you can flex that because this dude literally will make sure you are a star. You have a name in the NFL. Like the Tom Brady-Belichick duel that we've seen for years to come, like always successful, even when they weren't as successful, they had some type of success out of it. So I know we're not going to get that same duo, but at least what we can, what we can get is some wins, one, good pieces. Like this, this whole franchise, this whole free agency was on point with getting what they needed to make it as far as possible and not have a repeat of last season. So having that just kind of builds up, you know, the momentum for you, kind of gets you ready, you know. I'm pretty sure Cam's ready. I'm pretty sure the Patriots in general are ready for the next season to come. But when that happens, it's all really depending on what, like, the team chemistry is going to be like. You know, maybe a little shaky at first because, like, again, this is all, if anything, all their first um, training camp together. That will probably 
be a little shaky, who knows, but at least they get a chance to build that chemistry and see like how far it gets them. Yeah, which is why I think it was interesting that they made all those moves literally on day one. Yeah. I mean, free agency hasn't like technically started, but you know, the legal tampering period, I guess you could call it, has started. So it's interesting that they made all those moves early because I, I guess they wanted to make a statement like we're not going to have a repeat of last year. We're, we're serious about all this stuff going on and let's try to make the most of it. Let's sign these dudes and let's try to make a run for it. I don't, one thing I will, I do want to say, I don't necessarily think that's a reaction out of Tom Brady winning a Super Bowl. I think that's his bill trying to, trying to, trying to win. Yeah, just, just trying to improve. Yeah. yeah. And it, as he should, you shouldn't worry about what other players are doing on other organizations. Mm, uh, yeah, no, nah, if it was in response to Tom Brady's Super Bowl win, you would that's see a lot team. more desperation moves, like, yeah. already at this point. Yeah, and that's immature. You're spending boatloads of money because of one guy. You can't do that. That's not how you yeah. run an operation. And on top of that, I mean, you got him come, going back to the Buccaneers. I mean, that we all saw that happening. You yeah. know, they signed Gronk again. You know, they're they're also ready, too. Tom Brady restructuring his contract to, you know, save them some money to get the guys they need to get back. Can't complain. I mean, Tom Brady's always been that guy. He's always been able to work with his respected team to try to make the team better because he cares about winning. So, Wait, that contract he resigned, doesn't that guarantee that he's playing past 45? Yes. Man, that's old. That's insane. That's crazy to think about. That's insane. It's insane. But anyways, we keep talking about how, you know, we're adding all these weapons around Cam Newton and how they're going to be, you know, a new team and all that. Well, let's talk about these weapons then. Uh, I want to start with the tight ends. I think that's probably the most interesting thing that's gone on with the team. So they signed two tight ends. Like, we haven't seen that since Aaron Hernandez was on the team. And that was... A while ago, yeah, <laughs> that was it's awkward, but that was that was a while ago. But I think that was a very interesting approach. So they signed John U. Smith to a four year, $50 million deal, and then they signed Hunter Henry, who I don't know. Did y'all see those memes on on Twitter where Bill Belichick and Hunter Henry were? Oh, yeah, I see that. Like, yeah, yeah, no, I see it. Yeah, they were kind of. Maybe some maybe some midseason tampering was going on. <laughs> he said, yo, you want to win? Come to my side. But I think I think that that approach is very interesting because first of all, we haven't seen it in years, literally. Mm-hmm. And I think this goes to show that if they do indeed, you know, go with Cam Newton as their guy, it it, it tells me that they're not gonna do, you know deep threat, chuck it up in the air, have the wide out go far, anything like that. They're not doing that. They're probably having more of a running game-based style of offense with, you know, tight end, you know, some short passes, and they truck through people and all that. So I think, I mean, it's interesting how the philosophy of the team, especially on offense, has changed just on these signings alone. Yeah, I- like what you said about how they're trying to probably adjust it to just short plays. 
I feel like that's just them trying to transition into what would fit for Cam. Yeah, because Cam, I mean, Cam, the the arm of Cam mm-hmm. isn't, isn't as good as isn't great. Yeah. Let's not let's not be biased here. Let's not let's not say something that's clearly not true. His arm isn't great, but yeah. he still has a bit a bit of a running game. Not like he used to, but it's still there. So I think I mean if you're gonna adapt to that style, might as well embrace it and bring on some guys that will, you know, help with that. And I mean they did have the like the worst tight end yeah. I mean, they, of any team last year, I would say. If they wanted to, like they would I feel like with that that um signing, it was more just to obviously like you said, like get two tight ends, keep it short, and to avoid any deep, like deep passes, you know. That's yeah. more so like for wide receivers, and and that's why the wide receivers they got, well they got Nelson Aguilar, yeah, for example. I mean he's nothing crazy, like good player, good good player, solid player. He's not gonna you know fill up the highlight reel either though. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, they're definitely doing it more just to just with Cam Newton's game and see how that would like get them far if it gets them like as far as they think it can. But I think it was a good move, especially with, like, John o. Smith. Like, he's a yeah. third-highest-paid tight end. Or fourth. Second, he's second, second, second or third now. Yeah, he's top five. Like, already having a guy like that, like, it kind of gets you ready and gets you a little excited because this man knows how to play. He knows how to handle his position. He can most likely – 100% most likely help Cam, like, you know, with his game. And then you have like I don't I just think that you just have the pieces that you need. Like I feel like they they were really smart with how they did it. That's just like what I think to be honest. Like they were just really smart. Cause they knew what they were doing. They wanted to make sure that this guy was comfortable being the quarterback for the next couple of years. Like they wanted him to make sure he was gonna do his job and get it done right with the right players. Yeah, they did yeah, I mean, fit his needs there. It's all about surround, like with any sport too. It's all about surrounding your your main guy with pieces that are going to complement them. That not that are going to work against them and potentially jeopardize things. But no, I mean, I'm not too familiar with like the players that they signed, but from what I can see, they what they added is definitely a plus compared to where they were. Yeah, they're pieces that make sense in terms of mm-hmm. the offense. I honestly think, I mean, Bill Belichick has always been a defense guy, defense first. Obviously, you had Tom Brady. And, you know, you got the greatest quarterback of all time. The offense is going to look good, obviously. Mm-hmm. But Bill Belichick has always been, you know, defense first. So I think fulfilling Cam Newton's needs in order to have him be successful, knowing that all of your defensive opt-outs that opted out last season because of COVID are coming back, and you can work with that now, I think that helps. Yeah. Because people For forget. Sure. I mean, we just had a bunch of guys opt out, and now they're coming back. Yeah, no, that is very true. Like, I feel like maybe that could – not even maybe. I feel like that has some factor in their performance last year because most of your guys weren't even there. They were the top team with most players opt out. So that's kind of tough to kind of, you know, adjust with missing pieces. And they're important pieces. So having them come back is definitely a, a blessing for them, if anything. Oh, that's for sure. I mean, no, it's all about just 
especially after a down year, the priority is to set yourself up to not go through that same experience again. And I know things can happen like maybe in the future, but as of now, uh, things are looking a lot better than, than last season. That's for yeah. sure. I feel like for sports in general, like it's been tough because having to lose players because of the virus, it just, it throws off certain games. Like there's certain games that these teams shouldn't be losing or playing horrible. Like when Cam was out, you know how tough that was? Like it was tough for them. They couldn't adjust with their backup quarterback. Dude sucked. It was ball too Like, but that's not important. But um, yeah, no, like it's just hard because like you're missing your pieces. You're miss you're losing games that you shouldn't be losing. So I feel like now with everything with COVID kind of taken care of correctly, like it'll help them out and a lot of teams around the NFL and to be honest, like sports in general. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, they definitely made the biggest like splash so far. Out of everybody, everybody's made their respected moves, but nothing even close to what the Patriots have done so far. So I just think, I mean, the philosophy of the Patriots, they've never done this before. I tweeted a couple of days ago. I'm like, we have never witnessed this in terms of the Patriots. We've never seen anything like that in terms of an offseason. They don't really just, you know, spend money like that and just add a whole bunch of guys like that. They kind of just stand pat. Wait, if I'm not wrong, aren't they like this now the second highest team like yes in case of signings like signings yes yeah I, I remember seeing that I was like wow I mean I'm not surprised they damn near signed every free agent like I mean yeah if you got all that cap space mm-hmm. you might as well use it yeah no. but we have never seen them do anything even close Wait. to that though didn't they have wasn't it like 69 million in cap space I'm not, I'm not even making a joke right now. I feel like I read something about that. I don't know the exact number. Yeah, I can't tell you either. The cap, okay. you know, honestly, the cap is kind of confusing right now because I don't know where they're getting all that money from. Obviously, you got to structure the contracts. There's guaranteed money. There's, you know, what are you making this year versus three years from now? Mm-hmm. It, it gets complicated like that, but dude, like, I don't even know, man. The cap is The cap is kind of weird. Yeah, no, it was just weird because I'm like, yo, every time I looked at Twitter and looked at any, like, new free agency news, it was Patriots, Patriots, Patriots. And I'm like, these guys all Patriots. Everybody, everyone and their mom is going to the Pats, huh? But they knew what they were doing. They wanted to, you know, they want to win. And the best way to do that, get the right pieces, get the pieces you feel will help the team out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So, um, as Patriots fans, what are your – like, I'm, I'm hearing what you guys are saying and how optimistic you guys sound, but what's your what's your outlook on this season? They're a playoff like Potentially team. being – playoffs? They're a playoff team. I'm not going to put them over Kansas City or anything like that. Again, we're going to see the product. They just got off of a 7-9 and nine season. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, they're going to, you know, kill everybody this year. No. Um, they'll be they, – they will make it interesting in terms of their division. I still think the Bills have the slight edge just because they're kind of coming. Like, the Bills are coming. They're coming 100%. They are coming. Yeah, I would give them the slight advantage right now, but I would not be 
shocked if the Patriots kind of upset that because I don't doubt the power of Bill Belichick, the coach. Mm-hmm. The GM has been a different story, but I mean, you just added a bunch of guys. Let's see how that turns out. And they got a bunch of draft picks too. I mean, they got nine draft picks this offseason. Not this this upcoming draft, sorry. And um, I mean, who knows what they do with those? They either you know plug some more holes, or they can you know get that collection of picks and make maybe make a trade for something crazy. We we don't know. We'll we'll see what they do. Get a backup quarterback. I've seen, bro, I've seen some crazy, crazy things mentioned so far. I know Stephon Gilmore could potentially be on the market. They could potentially trade him, you know, trade a bunch of picks. I've heard crazy stuff like they're going to go after Deshaun Watson and, you know, and all these moves to appeal to Deshaun Watson. And I'm just like, I mean, I would, I would love that. But the Patriots have never, the Patriots have never, dealt with the quarterback who, you know, isn't Tom Brady and wants to get paid. But then again, they just spent a bunch of money, man. Their philo- their whole philosophy might have just changed. No, yeah. so we don't even know. I feel no, like it's very possible because, like, I'm sure, like, they have the reputation of not being like that, but you don't have Tom Brady to build around anymore. Time, you got you to experiment. Times change. Mm-hmm. Times change. But yeah, I expect them to be a playoff team. Yeah. Again, I don't doubt the power of Bill Belichick, the coach. I mean, the fact that you went seven to nine with the atrocious roster that you had last season. Mm-hmm. I know it's not a great record, but they beat some good teams last year. I mean, they lost to some awful ones, but they did beat some good ones. And again, they they had COVID during the middle of the season. I'm, I'm going to give them a slight pass for last year just because things out of their control happened and all that. But mm-hmm. they have to, you know. They have to make some type of progression this year. Yeah, I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and claim like a, a Super Bowl or anything. That that'd be crazy of me to do. But they have to make some sort of noise. I mean, as you guys a, definitely, you guys definitely won't be mad about that, though. Oh my fault. My bad. I was just saying, you guys definitely won't be mad about that if that were to happen, though. No, not yeah. at all. No, nah. I mean, right now we're we're thinking off paper, you know. Like, on yeah. paper, they have some very powerful pieces you know they can go as as far as we can imagine but once the season really gets going we get a better feel of how like the playing style is that gives us more of a better idea like oh maybe they could they could have a chance to at least win in their division you know because right now it's looking like it's the bills again but who knows they might come out with a surprise yeah, the the Bills deserve to be in that like yeah. you know favorited category right now, but we'll see. Yeah, no. who knows, man? They they even. I think, I think uh, the Patriots and Bill Pelichick definitely earned to be uh, earned a the spot of being a team to watch for this season. That's for sure. Regardless of this past season, like just the moves that they made, it's you definitely want to see how it's going to turn out. For sure, another team to watch. Now that you mentioned that, another team that I, I'm interested to see what they look like this upcoming season, just because they they lost their quarterback, are the Saints. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees retired recently. They they resigned James Winston, so he's going to be the quarterback for them. Mm-hmm. But how do you guys feel about? I mean, not only the retirement of Drew Brees, but 
his status in that, you know, top tier quarterback area. Drew Brees, man, this man has been in and and like he's it's Drew Brees. That's all I could say. We've seen what he's done. You know, he's Mm -hmm. Super winner. You know, records after records. He's done a lot in his career. And not having him be on the Saints, it's kind of weird. But I feel like they're, they were kind of, in a way, prepared to set their team after he leaves because they knew eventually he was going to retire. So I feel like they probably mm-hmm. were setting their team. Like, they have a good running back, some really good wide receivers. You know, they have good pieces, like, both offensively, defensively. So I feel like they still they, – they, they know, like, eventually they have to adjust to him not being there. But it would be tough because he's a top five like quarterback, and it's it's not every day you have that on your team. So, no, nah, yeah, that's true. I feel like they're definitely gonna feel the impact of him being gone. Mm-hmm. At the same time, though, the first thing that comes to my mind thinking of Drew Brees is consistency. He was just like you can you can trust that he's gonna provide this for you. And yeah. I mean, obviously, everyone has off days, but it just feels like. Those didn't happen too often for him. Not with him, no. Um, as you said, Charles, they prepared, I would say, pretty well for his departure. Definitely better than the Patriots when they just lost Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. So props to them for that. I think Drew Brees, it, it sucks because obviously the Minnesota miracle happened out of his control. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. bullshit, you know, Rams call. The, the year most year as one of the worst and the most controversial calls NFL history that was, my knowledge like that was terrible so he who knows he could have been a couple plays away from getting to the Super Bowl and maybe even winning a few more mm-hmm. so that's out of his control but I mean Drew Brees will forever be remembered as a legend I think it sucks that he played in the same era as Tom Brady because if had Tom Brady not existed, oh, Drew Brees would have been that dude probably right there with like Peyton Manning throughout the years. But even after Peyton retired, Drew Brees was still he's he was still producing. Mm-hmm. He's still that dude. So yeah, you got quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers along with that like you know mix of yeah top tier quarterbacks. So having to deal with that and battle like through just trying to be the best and trying to at least win the championship. It's kind of tough, but he's always made sure that his team was there, like in the postseason, always made sure that they went as far as like conference um, finals. So losing that, it, it, it does kind of, it does suck. Like it's going to be hard for them to visually see themselves there, but I feel like, like they're prepared. I really do think they're prepared for him not being there. They're going to work what they can with, um, what's it called? Winston. And see like how much they can do for him to support the team, being that he's the now he's a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, and I know uh, Jameis Winston's reputation as a quarterback isn't isn't so great, mm-hmm. but um, I feel like he's a talented he's a talented quarterback when it comes to certain things. But I don't know, they just really need a he needs to really just work on his efficiency if the Saints do want to actually stay in in the mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he can make he can definitely make plays for a team, but it's just a matter of consistency with him and just adapting to that to that role of being the starter on a new. Yeah, didn't team he? Now. 
I could be wrong. Didn't he just have like a 30-30 season? Yeah, Not this year. past season, the year before that. The year before Tom Brady got there? Yeah, he did. Man. Like, if you want to talk about inconsistency, that's like the definition of it right there. Exactly. Like, you throw 30, t- 30 touchdowns, which is great, but you also throw 30 interceptions, which is horrible. So, Man. I think that's be a wild I think that's crazy that he actually wrote, reached those two, like, marks in yeah. one season. That's sad. I mean, <laughs> historic, maybe for the right and wrong reasons, but historic nonetheless. Yeah. You just have to make sure they work on getting his game better. That's all. Not like Drew Brees. That's what Drew Brees had was a gift. Not everybody's given that. But what's the other go? I know. Um, what's his face? Dak Prescott. He's he's back. He's making money. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this wasn't anything to do with like the free agency period recently. But Dak Prescott got paid finally. He deserves it. Mm-hmm. He deserves it, especially after what happened last year. That's unfortunate. But, I mean, sooner or later it had to happen. Mm-hmm. I think he's a darn good quarterback. I would definitely take him on my team if I had the chance to take him. I don't know what that means in terms of, like, the Cowboys and how they're going to do because they have been a little bit unimpressive, in my opinion, over the past couple of years. But they locked their guy up. That. Plain and simple. So that that narrative, that whole question mark, that's out the way. Maybe that can help them out in terms of, you know, staying focused and getting the job done. Because, yeah. I mean, when you have question marks like that, that does, you know, affect the mentality of the whole organization and, and stuff like that. So, I mean, I could be wrong, but, like, shouldn't aren't there still – some sort of question marks regarding Dak, like with his health, because that injury he had, it was pretty, pretty gruesome, wasn't it? It was nasty, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I understand that. Well, from what I noticed, like being into other sports more than football, from what I've seen, it feels like football players recover so much faster than than uh, other sports. To be honest, they're tough, but. Yeah, not, and that's they, they they deserve that credit. But injuries can still hinder some guys, like some people's performances, all the time. But yeah. I don't know personally. I just I do have a couple of questions regarding that. But I think he one hundred percent deserved getting paid because look at the sacrifice he made, just trying to lead his team to wins. I think that deserves some recognition as from the team as well. Yeah. He wants to win. That's just plain simple. But mm-hmm. also has to get paid. As he deserves it, man. He deserves to get paid. Mm-hmm. Nah, for sure. For sure, for sure. Um, do you guys think? Do you guys think a Russell Wilson will be moved, and B Deshaun Watson will be moved? Deshaun Watson wants out. He. Yeah, I think that one's inevitable. But with Russell Wilson, um, I feel like he might. But then also, I feel like he's gonna stay at least like a, another year or so just to see like how this year might play out. He could yeah. stay another year, but I mean, if they end up the same as they did last year, he could. Uh, he's gone. He's probably gonna want out. That I, I, if they out. don't play out the way that they should, then he's gone. 
Yeah, too big of a talent to deserve kind of what he's been getting over the past couple of years. I still, I still think that team has not recovered from that incident a while back. Oh, that questionable play call. Yeah, I still think that has such, at least psychologically or something like that. I, yeah. still, I still think that has some sort of effect. I think Russell Wilson can honestly use a nice change of scenery. Yeah, no, I agree. Let's put him on a good roster that's at least up and rising or just established at that point. But Russell Wilson should definitely be, you know, in contention for a championship every season. And he hasn't even he they haven't even gotten back there since that incident. So a change of scenery, I think, would not be that bad of an idea for him. Yeah, no, I agree. It, I agree so, with that. That does play a part in how they well, just things in general. You know, you have a bullshit call, and from there, you just see that their team hasn't really been the same. No, they have. And he, he himself, like, I feel like I don't, I don't think he's having. That like he has like support like you know you have DK Metcalf like he's he's been oh solid. my god you know don't remind me of that man fast as hell but like I don't know I feel like a different you could have had him him a different scenery for Russell Wilson's end would help I believe because it gives him a, a fresh new start to a whole new like organization I mean definitely a team that is a contending team don't just put him on some trash team and hope for him to change that but. Yeah. I feel like him just going somewhere else might be a good move for him. But I feel like staying another year, at least with the Seahawks, seeing how it plays out. Maybe last year was just a bad year. They didn't go as far as they thought. But a year at most is what I think would be his calling point to leave. Yeah. Um, he deserves better than what he's been ending up in every year. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if he gets traded this season, this offseason, but definitely if, you know, the same narrative is there next year, he's probably going to want out. Deshaun Watson, like I said, though, he wants out. He's yeah, he wants to. He is as good as gone from that organization. I wonder where he's going to go. It would be very interesting to see. I would love to take him on my team. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. But I mean, realistically, I don't know if they're gonna do that. This is this is I mean, this is on top of all top. I remember I seen this post on Instagram, like somebody shared it, and it said the the New England Patriots have signed Deshaun Watson. You got trolled. Yep. <laughs> I said what? And then after I remember, I checked the comments to make sure it was true, and they said, "Come on, man, you nearly gave me a heart attack." And I said, yeah. "Oh." I said, "Nah, if that had to happen, bro." Patriots is looking like they're going to be dangerous. Hell yeah. I mean, if Deshaun Watson with the roster they have now goes to the Patriots, especially with Bill Belichick there as the coach, they're yeah. coming out of their division. Yeah, for a player like him who wants to be out of his team, like, yeah. I'm not saying anywhere would be good for him and he'd be happy with it, but going to a team like the Patriots, like, mm-hmm. and you know that you don't want to be in your current team, that just gives you that uplift, like, I, I am ready. I want this to start so I can get to it. Yeah, and that's why I've seen that narrative of, you know, the Patriots are getting these guys to look like an appealing franchise for someone like that. So, hey, it could happen. I don't know. Yeah. Just have to see how the rest of the free agency plays out for other teams, though. But as of right now, the Patriots have been – they're stacking. They're getting their their cheddar right now. 
Yeah. All I know, like I said, though, all I know is you throw the Sean Watson on that team. They're coming out of their division. I'm saying that right now. Mm-hmm. Roster currently constructed. I could see that. I'm I'm on with that. If they had to do that, that's definitely – they're definitely winning their division. They are going to go further than as far as uh, conference. We'll see. That is a, a little too early, but they're definitely going to be a dangerous team and teams to watch on. You guys are definitely doing a favor to the Patriots, trying to manifest for them. Amen. 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 I. We're not used to losing, man. We need we need wins. Yeah. I hear We need wins, man. It's weird. It was weird. I didn't, like I didn't watch football as much as I should have last year, but I still got a a good look at like what's been going on at least. And yeah, it did feel weird to see the Patriots in the in that position. Like it's not. It, it's just not mm-hmm. normal. Like. For New England to be like that, so this is definitely something that's bringing back some fans. Yeah, some of the wins they got last year were very scrappy, and you know, they miss a few kicks, they lose. Yeah, they lost mm-hmm. some horrible teams last. They lost to the Texans last year. Like they lost to some bad teams last year, and that's not that's not the Patriots we all know. Mm-hmm. So last year was definitely a weird year. I don't expect the same this year. I expect them to be better, not only because of the roster, but, I mean, I think the operation will be less impacted by all that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's me. I feel like a lot of teams is going to be different, too. Like, yeah, some teams really do just – they're not good. But I feel like a lot of teams would make a better outcome this season just because, I mean, making moves – um, used to the whole pandemic sport lifestyle. And, I mean, it's just the second season coming back from a pandemic. So, yeah, that's going to definitely give a lot of people just a familiar idea of what's going to go on for the next season and training mm-hmm. camps will be there. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, uh, really, as, that's really important, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, as Jason said earlier, though, like, the official free agency for the NFL hasn't even started yet. So there's there's a lot to look forward to still. Oh, there's a lot to look forward to. Not everyone has agreed to deals. Uh, obviously, trades can happen. We haven't, and, we haven't even, even though talks, draft yet. Yeah, even though talks are going on, there's no pen on paper yet. So, yeah, who knows? Yeah, that too. But, yeah, man, we haven't even reached the draft yet. So that could be a whole different story. Who knows what will happen there? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, teams are still sleeping on me. <laughs> All right. What so, do you bring? What do you bring before we go on to the next segment? Because we're gonna do that pretty soon. What do you bring to the table? What do I bring to the table? Yeah. Um. Uh. 100% effort, 50% of the time. Um. Oh my. God. Guaranteed at least. Three stints per season on the injury list. Um, a decent arm, but an arm not built for football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so honestly, I don't see why they don't give me the opportunity. I mean, what the block did you got a Patrick Mahomes arm? Is this true? Um, not even close. Even even with a even with a smaller object that's easier to throw, in my opinion. A he still probably throws a football harder than I throw a baseball. <laughs> yeah. I'm washed. 
I'm very washed, man. It's time for the men's softball league. I can't even talk baseball anymore. <laughs> hey, man. Sorry, man. Washed. Sorry, man. Sorry. Hey, well, no, nah, that, that's what I said about team sleeping on me. That definitely deserved an air horn. <laughs> From the jump. <laughs> I'll take it. The air horn has made its debut. It's back. It's back. And it will be used repeatedly if we make some stupid commentary, so beware. Amen. Anyways, so you guys don't believe in me? No, we don't. <laughs> I didn't okay. say that, but I, I will straight up say I don't. But anyways, um before we wrap up, are we are we all good? Do we have any anything y'all need to get off your chest about? The NFL offseason, trade rumors, the draft, anything. If somehow, some way. Wait, all right. This is actually a question that I meant to ask, like if you guys knew. Yep. Where's Edelman? Where's what? Edelman, Julian Edelman. Still on the Patriots? Good. Just my brother tried to play me and say that they're going to trade him. Uh, I have not seen any indication of that. No, just people just lie. Yeah. That's all I wanted to say. It, it happens. It happens. I have not seen any indication that they're looking to trade Edelman. Um, maybe there's one out there. I, I just haven't seen it. So, yeah. Christian, do you have anything to say other than your pitch for being on the team or whatever? Um, no, just stop sleeping on me. Uh, I'm making I'm making myself cringe right now. On like the news with the Patriots helmet on, he's just throwing dimes. The next Tim Tebow. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) oh lord. Yeah, all right. I'm just gonna stop. Never even played. Never played football in my life, guys. Yeah, no. Don't know a lick. (laughs) That's yeah. This is like a weekly thing with you, man. <laughs> Dude, it's just people fail to realize the multi-dimensional athlete I am. I've been – I've dislocated my knee in two different sports, man. How many people can say that? Oh, my God. <laughs> I think it's time to go – I'm just talking shit segment. right now, guys. My bad. I think it's time to go to the next segment, man. Yeah, it's time. Are y'all ready to talk about the Grammys? Because I sure am. Yeah, let's get to it. Let's get to it. I am ready to get my hate out because I hate everything that we're about to talk about right now, and I'm pissed. The Grammy's rigged. I hate – I'm ready to get my hate out. Another year of the Grammys ruining their credentials. Oh, my God. First of all, first of all, I'm going to say this right now. I will never forgive them for giving Macklemore that award. Mm-mm. Never. Yeah. I was 14 and pissed. Jay-Z, Kanye West, Drake, and Kendrick Lamar. Mind you, Jesus. And I'm losing my train of thought. I'm losing my train of thought. Wasn't it it the Empire State of Mind 3? No, no, no. Jesus, Magna Carta. Oh, Magna Carta. I'm talking out my ass. Magna Carta. And Good Kid, Mad City. I know Drake dropped too, but Good Kid, Mad City. Mm-hmm. And what do they do? 
Macklemore. I'm going to pop some tags on me, guys. I could find this on the floor, and I still wouldn't pay for the that shit. Oh, that's crazy. But no, I'm good. They've pissed me off. And, they always do this every – I feel like every award show – listen, to all you people out there, I don't like award shows at all. They're rigged. They're biased. They're stupid. Like, half the people that win don't deserve to win at all. So I would say F the Grammys, but one of these days I want to be on it. But I don't like award shows because stupid reasons like this – continue. I don't watch award shows like I used to, if at all. Those are bullshit, that's why. Sorry. Getting me pissed. Only award show I'm interested in are NBA postseason awards. That's yeah, it. Those are rigged too. Yeah, um, even then those have I mean all award shows are rigged, but there are some more than others, and this and this is an example of one. I don't watch them anymore like I used to, if at all. But I do pay attention on who wins just because I can do my yearly hate. Mm-hmm. Um there's some that I'm okay with, but there's others that you know like what the hell? So let's get started. Let's go. We have our list here. We have a bunch of, you know, different genres and topics we're going to talk about. And we're probably going to get pissed multiple times during this. But that's okay because that's what we're here for. All right. Record of the year. That was a fair pick. Record of the year. Uh, I'm not going to name every every single one because we'll be here for three hours, but I'll name some notable ones. Black Parade, Beyonce was there. Rockstar, baby was there. Say So was there. Circles was there. Savage was there. Ultimately, the song that did win that was Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish. That I'm fine with. I liked Everything I Wanted. I think Billie Eilish... Billie Eilish... Came a long way. Came... She didn't come from nothing, but she definitely made a huge impact into the industry. Um there are people that kind of, you know, set that path for her. Someone like Lana Del Rey back in the day made kind of this path available. So Billie Eilish is Billie Eilish. I mean, did she, is she 19 now or did she just turn 18? Like a couple months ago, 18, 19, whatever that girl, woman, girl, whatever. She's the future of that area. And I think, yo, thinking about the career she has ahead of her, you can't even. She's starting off. Can't really, even be mad at that. Yeah, she's starting off really good, like. Yeah. Really good, and there's more to come with her. Honestly, she's going to be one of the biggest artists mm-hmm. for a very long time. Yeah, no, that's great. I'm, but yeah, I'm okay with that. I mean, I think something like, something like Rockstar could have won that. Something like Black Parade could have won that um overall record of the year we're not going to just focus on hip-hop or you know r&b stuff like that stuff we talk about we're not going to focus just on that obviously it's a you know collective thing but for that category i think everything i wanted was a fine song for that so uh, how you feeling about album of the year then oh we'll get there oh, we'll get there because i <laughs> we'll get there we'll get there I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Anyways, so we're all okay with that. We're all okay with record of the year. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that song deserves it, to be honest. All right, we're good. We're good with that. 
album of the year uh folk war one taylor swift i'm gonna be honest with you i've not listened to a minute of that album no disrespect to her fan base no disrespect to her the music she puts out i bet it's wonderful i bet it's absolutely sensational to her fan base i just that's just not me um so i can't really i personally cannot say that that album didn't deserve that spot because i have not listened to a minute of that album that's just me the last thing i remember from taylor swift was shake it off shake it off <laughs> that's it that's literally the last thing I, I, don't, I don't i don't know about you but i'm feeling 22. i'm i'm gonna let you finish but I just don't agree with this pick. I, I didn't listen to the album myself either, so I'm probably speaking from an ignorant perspective, but I don't know. I feel like Taylor Swift's music doesn't isn't the type of music that appeals to everyone easily, mm-hmm. and I think that should be a factor. I just feel like... I mean, I her know. numbers... I, I'm not a huge person in the first week sales and all that, but... I've noticed that her first week sales are like insane. Mm-hmm. She has a lot of fans out there, but yeah, I don't. I mean, I guess she has a lot of fans of the same, you know, genre slash yeah. like musical style that she is not a general consensus of people. I have not. And again, it's no disrespect because. It, it could be a wonderful album to listen to. I listen to stuff that's not only hip-hop and R&B. We already went through this last episode. We we listen to all kinds of music. I just don't listen to that. That's just me. No, this is obviously just um, like our take, you know. Yeah. Probably a, a wonderful album. Something that really, we don't even understand why it won, but... Not our not our cup of tea. I know Tolumbo's there. I, I like that album. I don't know if that's album of the year material, but shout out to Janae because, mm-hmm. hey, you're doing good. You're doing good. Oh, Dick of Kalia is on this too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he, I mean, I've only, like, found out about him recently, but no, he's a great musician. Yeah. I don't know who this but. Moving on, uh, song of the year. Uh, Notables, you got the box, Cardigan by Taylor Swift. If you got the biggest album of the year, I guess, I mean, you have to have your song there. Black Parade, Beyonce, Circles, Post Malone, Everything I Wanted, Billy again. Uh, ultimately, I Can't Breathe, her won that. Are you guys okay with this? I've never heard the song, to be honest with you. I'll, I'll be honest, I haven't either. Uh, I think it's an okay. I have heard the song. I think it's an okay pick. Uh, the box was there. I think the box was a huge song of the year. Um, we're gonna get into the whole like TikTok thing because mm. I have an opinion on that in one of these categories. But it, mm. it seems like that has an influence on these picks. And I think if you're gonna do that, I don't know how you can't pick the box in this situation. Exactly. But that's just me. Sold. Yeah, that's one of the biggest. Did it? Oh my god, I'm blanking. Did that song win our sounds of 2020? Yeah. Was it that or blinding lights? It was between blind lights and that and And the box. Yeah, it bought the box one. Yeah, so I mean one of the biggest songs of the whole year. I personally think that song should have won, but I I 
I, I'm not gonna sit here and bring out my hate because my hate's coming. But that's fine. That's a fine pick for me. Yeah, it's, uh-huh. I never listened, but it's okay. It's slander season. Oh, it's coming. Mm-hmm. Get the earphone ready because it's it's coming. Best new artist. I'm just gonna say Megan Thee Stallion, one that I honestly think she should have. I think she should have. The only person I could have seen that maybe could have gave her a bit of problems running into that was Doja Cat, and even in the game, too big. I would personally pick Megan over Doja Cat. It was definitely a landslide with that one. Like there was really no one else that was coming to her level. Yeah, I think she's made. Obviously, she's made the most noise publicly. Mm-hmm. Uh, not going to get into what happened with her and her situation, but that happened. She made music out of it. She's She's been mentioned a lot this year, so mm. I'm not overly shocked that Best New Artist category was won by her. Yeah. Moving on. Best Pop Solar Performance. So we are going to talk a little pop today. Uh, it's not just, you know, the usual. A little pop today. Uh, Harry Styles won that, Watermelon Sugar. Uh, As much as I am tired of hearing that song everywhere, because I really am tired of hearing that song, uh, I'm not going to complain about the pick. I think Yummy could have won that, though. It's weird, because, like, I probably have heard it, like, just on the radio or something. I just never knew who it was by. But for me, yeah, it'd probably be Yummy or Say So, one of the two, because those are the two, like, songs you hear do you think everything i wanted is a nominee too yeah i was gonna say do you think everything i wanted should have gotten some you know it, it, that one i would say was a pretty toughie you know all those songs are good so yeah. i wouldn't be surprised if any of them won but i guess watermelon sugar very interesting title for a song but yeah i'm not a- i'm not gonna complain about that i have a lot of friends that like that song so Shout out to you guys. You guys won. But yeah, I mean, I'm not going to. This isn't my hate. This isn't my hate. These are picks that are okay. I'm okay with them. They're not necessarily what I'm looking for when I'm, you know, paying attention to the Grammys, not watching, but paying attention to them. But before that hate comes, you got some celebration coming up. All right. Yeah, we do. (laughs) All right. So best duo, best pop duo group performance that's a category uh first of all dynamite's there which is like how the hell did that not win <laughs> that's like crazy that that didn't win but in september last year september of last year <laughs> i even remember the month. i even remember the month in september last year i told you the record Rain on Me was gonna do make big noise and gonna win awards and do all that sort of stuff. And what happened? This man would not stop telling us that this song was gonna make some noise. Yes, and we were just like, ah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yes, and, and 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 look, they won. They won. Yeah. I won. I won. Hot take, hot take pop I won. hall of fame over here. I won. Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande, and the real JH won. We all won. This is the number one fan. Where's, where's Jason the Grammy? Real, real I won J- the Grammys. Right here. I won the Grammys. 
In all I mean, I will admit, Jason, it's pretty impressive, like, the gap of time between when you said that and it actually coming to fruition. Bro, That's I'm pretty impressive. I'm telling you, you cannot. First of all, Ariana Grande is, like, talented as hell. Talented as hell. Yeah. Well, he a celebrity crush. We're, we'll get into that another Aww. time. <laughs> oh man Jason um, just tell you the truth man yeah yeah anyway they won they won I won I told y'all they were gonna make noise they were gonna be there I, I just thought of something what if Jason signed in as multiple different accounts to vote for that song to win. You think I got the time for that, Charles? Nope. <laughs> I mean, man, you seemed pretty dedicated to that take, so I don't know. You couldn't talk to a lot of people and let them never vote. Gonna complain, never going to complain about an Ariana Grande feature, and I don't dislike Lady Gaga. I mean, I don't dislike her, but she will forever be weird to me after that meat dress. Oh yeah, I remember that. That oh, was that was, that was odd. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Well, that, that was for Lady Gaga, not me, right? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, good. Cause like I, where you're not a, you're not on the list. Yeah, yeah. The trackers reset. There's nobody with an air horn right now. Reset. You're fine. You're fine. We'll we'll keep that tracker. You're not on it. Not yet. Man. My from last season's or last airhorn season, my my record was still perfect. I need to keep it clean. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, anyways, so they won. Uh I am happy they won. That song is catchy as hell. I don't care what yeah. y'all say. That song is catchy as hell. That song is catchy. I remember listening to it on the radio. I'm like, I see why he likes it. <laughs> it's... Yeah. No, it's a good song. It's a good song. Oh man, I'm I'm celebrating that one. I am celebrating that one. Penny on Jason. Yeah, we got some rock here. Personally, that's not my cup of tea. We're not going to get into that. Fiona Apple won. That's someone I, some will listen to. I'm happy she won. Festival Cutters is actually a pretty good album. Best R&B performance. Beyonce. 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 I mean, honestly, Beyonce is just set. She's really set the standard. Uh, I don't see her any reason to say any other songs on this deserve a nod over her. Uh, Beyonce has set the standard for a while now. I, I always see people say that Beyonce is an overrated artist. Uh, I don't think she's overrated. I just don't think her full-on focus is music. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? Yeah. I don't think like she's an artist and that's all she is. Whereas some of these people are more, you know, focused on the music and everything music. Like that's what she that's what she is most notable for. Like don't get me wrong. Most but... notable for yes, but I don't think I mean, first of all, your your husband is a billionaire who is considered one of the greatest rappers of all time and he's a businessman. So I'm assuming that you're a part of that. Uh, yeah, doesn't she have a collaboration with Adidas as well? I believe so. I think, I think so, yeah. Is she an owner of, um, is it the Houston Rockets? Are they co-owners, something like that? I don't probably, know. She probably has like a, a stake in them. Maybe. Yeah. 
Because I know she has some type of involvement with the sports team. What, just like LeBron has an involvement with the Red Sox now? Yeah. Man, oh, I, I don't want to get off topic too much, but that was crazy news. Oh, that's, that's, that hurt. That that one hurt, huh? I mean. <laughs> no, no, that hurt. That hurt. Don't lie. That hurt. That hurt. Not what hurts is LeBron repping a Yankees hat a while back and then investing in the Red Sox, man. Come on, bro. At least invest with the winners, man. Actually, no. Let me take that back because Jason got Jason got some got some facts that'll shut me up. Can't slander the Red Sox in front of Jason. We're not doing that this episode. Though we're focusing on the Grammys. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Beyonce won, so I I won't complain about her winning. I'll That's never crazy. I'll never complain. And honestly, I think she deserved it because this list isn't that crazy mm-hmm. to me. So I honestly think she deserved it. Yeah. Uh, she didn't win best R&B song, but that's okay because you can't win them all. No. Best progressive R&B album, uh, Thundercat. Chalumba was there. Chalumba was there. That's all I got to say about that. Chalumbo, Janae Aiko was there. And this is where we get... Uh, mad. That's where the hate comes up. Yeah, this is where the hate comes up. All right. Best rap performance. Ready? I'm gonna name you the whole list and then tell you the winner. No disrespect, because I, I, this person just won. Uh, a couple minutes ago, we just mentioned that person's name, and that person won. Uh, and I think that person's a, you know, up and coming. So no disrespect, but. Take, take a listen to this list. Ready? Dior by Pop Smoke. The Bigger Picture by Lil Baby. One of the most, like, I mean, after last year with all the, you know, social injustice stuff we went through, like, keep in mind. What's Pop and Jack Harlow? Pretty good song. Yeah. Bop the Baby. Pretty good song. Deep Reverence, Big Sean. Pretty good song. Mm-hmm. And then Savage by Megan Thee Stallion, one. Amen. This is what I mean. No, no, no. When I told you earlier that I think TikTok has an influence in this stuff now, this is what I mean. Because there's no way, there is no way you have Big Sean, the baby, Jack Harlow, Lil Lil Baby, and Pop Smoke in the same list, and you pick Megan Thee Stallion, who already won an award, to win. And I'm gonna be honest, like, and she, and I don't think it'd be one thing if she dropped something worth like multiple awards. I don't think this is worth. I think Dior could have won that. I think the bigger picture could have won that. And I mm-hmm. think Bob could have won that. The other two, I can I can debate that. But I think those three should have won that. How do you not give that to Dior though? I don't I think hundred percent you are right with the whole TikTok influence because you have to understand when that song dropped before the remix too, the original song before it dropped was everywhere. They made a dance out of it, they yeah. made it pop in. When you have that fan base, plus the fan base already of Meg Thee Stallion, and the song isn't bad, don't get me wrong. When you have all that together, that creates stuff like this, you know, I don't. Grammy Award winning. Because you have to, like, if the bigger picture had a TikTok, I promise you it was going to win. Because that song is so damn good. 
influential. So after all that that we went through last after after all that we went through last year, I'm yeah. not saying that this is the sole reason why this song should have won. Uh, yeah. That's out of his control. That you know, apparently, you know, people of color are getting you know, it meant value. Like yeah, people of color are getting hurt are getting, you know, not treated fairly. That's out of low baby's control. That's fine. If you are willing to make music out of that and make it pretty good, I think that should have an impact. I think that should be considered. And that's fine if they don't want to give it to that one. But I don't think Savage should have won over the bigger picture or Dior. Those two. I don't think they should have won over those two. Dior's another one. Like, everywhere you go. The biggest, one of the biggest rap songs of last year. Everywhere. I'm telling you, everywhere you go, every party, every, like, just a bet that song is being played and see like i'm not trying to make it seem like i have a problem with meg winning because she does deserve it like obviously she just won an award she just won yeah. she just won best exactly yeah every one of them like could have won but at least for me i feel like if you really do take away tiktok or like anything yeah. in that like nature it wasn't really it was going to be either a tough win or it wasn't going to win a hundred percent and I'm gonna stand by that because I wasn't like crazy pissed, but I was just kind of confused because I was little baby had one of the best, if not his best year in 2020. So seeing that he didn't make it out with the win kind of was confusing because this man literally was he was running the game in that year. Yeah. So I agree. And the song itself was just so good. It meant a lot to a lot of people. Seeing that, like, you have an artist, you know, speaking on the factors that we're going through, and it didn't win. I think it's ridiculous. Were you going to say something, Christian? Yeah, I was going to say about Savage. Uh, I think if the standard of choosing the best rap performance is who went the most viral on TikTok and other forms of social media, I think that's a sad case. That's because exactly why I don't watch the Grammys. Not that this has happened before, but I mean, this is look what we're talking about right now. Like, at all because like she's definitely made quality music. I just, I just don't, I don't even think this is savage. Like it's definitely the most popular song she released that year. It's not the best. It's not, it's, it's nothing against the artists. It's just, this is more than Grammys more than anything. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? And then best melodic rap performance, Anderson Pac one. I'm not going to, Anderson Pac's a legend. I'm not going to get into that. Best rap song though. Are you guys ready? What? The box is also in that list for nominees. The boxes, Travis Scott is uh, highest in the room, left now, cry later, and Rockstar. That's fine, though. If you want to give that to Anderson Pac, fine with me. That's fine, yeah. Give him yeah, doesn't he, isn't that, like, sort of his, like, specialty? Like, the, yeah. um, so yeah. give him that win, really be... Yeah, it is. He's one of, yeah. That, that's, that's, that's him, when you think of melodic rap. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so, <laughs> we just, you know, best rap performance, Megan Thee Stallion won. That's great. But best rap song, you ready, guys? Rockstar, the baby, laugh now, cry later, Drake, the box, Roddy Rich, the bigger picture, and Savage, who also won. <laughs> Man, it's getting me more and more upset when I'm scrolling down this list and oh just seeing Roddy Rich just getting scammed multiple times. The box is in it. Bigger pictures in it. Like first of all, first. Well, after cry later was a fire song too. First of all. Person. I think it's a different time zone, like where 
it was very it was making some noise but then you had a lot of other music that was still making noise you know what i mean listen yeah. guys listen guys i i if they want to do some tiktok influence that's fine you know the box is in that list too though right that's what i'm saying <laughs> if you're gonna do that Pop please, the like... first week it dropped the album was a if not perfect album like that's one of the best songs of 20 <laughs> It has to win something, and I'm not again not trying to say I'm anything. Not first of all, first of all, yo, you didn't have the week in there. Who I'm sorry, best what? song, I, I bet what you didn't have the week in there. Who should have won multiple Grammys in this? In this, I'm sorry, RB album, The Weeknd, album of the year, The Weeknd, song of the year. If you want to be honest with yourself, Lightning Lights, The Weeknd. No, he should have won multiple. So, first of all, you don't even have him here. So that in mm-hmm. itself is a problem. And then secondly, again, like you're gonna give it to Savage twice. When the box is in <laughs> like the box is in there, little baby's in there. Again, after all that crap that happened last year, like what are we doing? What are we doing? But it just you said- upsets me that it just upsets me that Megan the Stallion is getting recognition for like, like I just said, that the music that's not even her best music because she makes she can make like she makes quality music. She got bars, but then that song is the one that gets the most recognition. Like it's just I don't know. It's and just, again, like all the song like nominees are very like all the songs are so good. Like they made some noise in the year twenty twenty, you know, and some of them still now. But it's just like when you have a song like the box that one like again take away TikTok, take away you know all that, take all that away. You have a the box. Literally, that song was from 2020, and it's still getting played out as one of the best songs of like 2020, 2021, 2019. Actually, my fault because that song dropped in 2019. December of 2019. Literally 2019, and it was played out. Well, not played out, but like it was played all in 2020. Does that not answer the question for you of how that song should be That's, placed like, in this position? It is unbelievable. Like that song has been. Oh, it's a, like by next December, it's gonna be two years, and that song is still gonna make some noise. Yeah, like that album till, still gonna make some noise. I can't like, wait till I can't wait till Roddy Rich drops another album. He better yeah. drop some more heat, man. You better. No, I just feel like I need to clarify it one more time. Speaking for myself, and I'm sure you guys agree as well. Uh, this is just our takes on it. Like, mm-hmm. obviously that uh, Savage and some of the other award winners that we didn't disagree with. Most likely, uh, they reach out to a different crowd, and we do realize that. This is just our our opinions on it. Yeah, at the end of it all, like, it's obviously, like, we're just saying what we feel. We still congratulate her because, again, she is a very wonderful artist. She has been killing the game, Hmm. you know, big time. Like, this song is one of her many songs, and... It is good to see her like win this because she's been through a lot and she definitely deserves it. But obviously, everything that's said is just you know our take, our opinions. You know, nothing that has to do anything towards. Like I us said, it has nothing. It has yeah, nothing, nothing to about. do. It has nothing to do with the artist. This is more than the Emmys, more than anything. Um, I already, t- I already told you guys. Like I, I like Megan the Sally, and there's nothing wrong with her. I just think these picks are just compared to these songs that are in that competition. I I think, first of all, I I don't think Savage should have won both categories. 
I'll start with that. If you want to give it to one of them, sure. But that's fine. But there are songs here where I, I just personally think should have deserved that spot over hers. And that's it. That's fine. I feel like with nothing like, to do with her as an artist. I think she's a good artist. I feel like with award shows, a lot of times the way they kind of pick how the song should win, I don't think it's like a fair way. Like this is kind of off topic, but like for example, the XXL freshman class, like sometimes those picks I don't think are obviously they don't they clearly don't enlighten us, but a lot of times the way they choose them is kind of like it doesn't make sense. You're basing it off of like something that isn't compared to the other songs. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're like for example, um, Savage. Yeah, you're picking it off based like I mean, it is. It was a very viral song. It was everywhere, but then the box isn't really like in that same category. So find a way to make it fair enough so that all people feel some type of like you know. Okay, I understand why. Like, if it was based off of like record sales or like plays and all that then i guess you can say but then you're adding in like another app i guess like it just doesn't it doesn't make sense it, 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 not saying it's not fair like it just like i feel like they have to find like a better way because this isn't the first time stuff like this happened but they like kind of find a better way to make it reasonable for every nominee yeah yeah i mean Honestly, I- I said a couple of days ago they gotta implement some new system. I don't. I, I, I don't have the solution. First of all, I, I can't tell you what that new system would be, but they gotta they gotta do something, man. It's it's every year that this happens. Yeah. So I understand, of course, all music it's subjective. Uh, what you what we like could other people could probably hate it with a passion. I understand, but it's like I feel like if they were to make a change. Instead of going off of uh, numbers and all that stuff, I think they should have the voters as they should be music critics, and they should look at it from a like a purist perspective of it, like the actual mu- like the substance of the music itself. Not let's not let's not talk about like oh this this song was played like over a billion times. Like okay, sure, cool. I don't even look at make it a good song. Yeah, because half the time too, like people can play your song and not like it too. Like it could just be played to just like, oh, let me listen, you know? Exactly. I don't know, I just- I'm not a huge numbers guy. When I'm critiquing, analyzing or praising music, I'm never first week sales, like I don't care. Like it really, it's really all about the music. Yeah, I think the biggest- It's not, like- it's not fair. You got you got like Lil Uzi, for example, he, he has a huge fan base. Of course he's gonna get numbers, we saw with Playboy Cardi, his album was very mixed, and he still got numbers. Mm-hmm. Numbers don't mean anything when you have a lot of underground artists and a lot of artists that aren't as big in general making quality music, and they're not getting the numbers for it. Who cares about the numbers? It's still quality music. Exactly. Yeah, I am. Um, they just there just needs to be a change. That's all I'm saying. Like there, there does. I agree. What do you guys think about uh, Nas winning the best rap album with uh, with King's Disease? <laughs> I like Nas. Yeah, I, like I mean, I will, I will say Nas is one of the, the biggest names in the rap game, in rap history. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he's still dropping to this day when he dropped Illmatic in like the early 90s or mid-90s. 93, 92. Yeah. There. 
The fact that he's winning a Grammy in 2021 after like after the career he's had, hey man, um, get your props. Uh, but I I will admit I, though I did not listen to the album. I I I promise that I would try to not yell during this one. I'm gonna try to fulfill that. So bear with me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I did happen to listen to most of these. The only one I I listen to but like not as deeply as i did the others was royce's album king's disease is not a bad album it's not it's not a bad album it, it won here so we can all agree to the people that have listened to it. it's not a bad album my problem is your nas you have dropped a lot of classic better albums and you haven't had a Grammy for that. That's not your fault. That's clear. I mean, clearly we have award shows that don't give a shit. So, you think it's just somewhat uh, just trying to, I guess, make up for the, the I, scams. That I, I I guess, but my my biggest thing is this is not the album that should have. A, this is not the album that should have won this, in my opinion. And second, this isn't the album that Nas should get his first Grammy. I agree. That, that shouldn't happen. Yeah, not, yeah. Not, not definitely. I don't think this is this is Nas's first Grammy. Like, I don't think that should be the case here. Mm. Alfredo is right there, man. Alfredo is right there. Um, that that was obviously that was my pick to win. I think. I think that was Freddie's best chance to take the award. And first of all, like first and foremost, before anything else, I'm glad that he got nominated because that man has been underappreciated. He deserves a lot more recognition than he than he gets. He dropped Pinata, he dropped Bandana, and now he dropped Alfredo. I think all of those albums should have deserved some sort of nomination. I know he's not, you know, the biggest name here, but that's a guy that that should have an award right now. He should have an award, whether it's this one or previous projects, he should have some sort of award. I I mean, take the, take the time to listen to this. I mean, it's clear. It's concise. The production's amazing. You got the alchemist. You got the alchemist there. It's not going to disappoint in terms of, the production um you have mad lib on bandana <laughs> that's not going to disappoint in terms of production and bandana didn't even get to that stage this one did but i'm i'm disappointed because i really think they got this one wrong i know i'm not alone with this a lot of people wanted to see freddie win his first one um he deserves it i don't think freddie's done i think he has a lot more in him i think he can you know come up with another album. I know he has a lot of rumored albums coming soon, but um I'm a little disappointed because I really think that was that was his award. I mean moments like this, like for uh coming artists like him, like I can't even lie. I don't listen to him like that, like how you do. I mean I I Yeah, don't... I mean he's not I, I wouldn't even say coming. Like he's been here a while. He yeah he's not young. He's not ah, he's... okay so like yeah, he's he's not new to this, 
I feel like with stuff like this, you know, he's got his nomination, you know, he unfortunately lost. Moments like this kind of strives you, you know, as an artist to obviously go for more, go a little harder, you know, and mm -hmm. see where that leads you the next time. Who knows? He could drop something that could possibly be like top tier music for years to come. Who knows? But yeah, stuff like this definitely is a loss that would help him. That one stings. He's, yeah. he's grown pretty much each album. Yeah, like help him more than like, you know, bring him down. So mm -hmm. I wouldn't, I, I'd see something like this as a something he needed maybe, kind of just give him that extra push on I, yeah. I lost, I there's more to come now. Expect more, you know what I mean? I do expect more. Um, he, like I said, he's not done. He's, he's just getting started, if anything. Yeah. Um, I think he brings a different dimension. It's, it's crazy because I call it a different dimension. But in, in a world right now where auto-tune and, you know, Lil Uzi and Travis Scott, you know, people like that are, are making the biggest noise right now. It is a bit refreshing to get someone that's not like that in him. Mm -hmm. Um you know, if you ever want to feel like you're, you know, of back then and you want someone to still be dropping music now, that's the guy for you. Uh, there's other people there, don't get me wrong, but he's there. And like I said, I, I that was his best chance to win so far. Um, he definitely, I, he's not going to go away, but, but yeah, I, I, I I honestly just disagree with that that pick, and I know a lot of people do too. Um, it's not it's not just me. It's not just me being a fan. It it's a lot of people. Which I, I would say, I, I would say a good majority of like hip hop, like Twitter at least right now, and hip hop like heads. Yeah. On the bright side, I mean. He's never lost a court date. No, he's never lost in court. I know you mentioned I that. I don't understand the context behind that, but that was undefeated in court. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, long story short, um, fake allegation in another in another country. He's obviously back in in the U.S. He 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 beat them all. So okay, yeah. He's undefeated in court. That was hilarious when he. I'm, I'm gonna link that video to you, Christian. That was yeah. hilarious when I saw that. Uh, he's he's not done. He's he's gonna come back. Uh, I hope Montana drops. Madlib, Freddie Gibbs. If they could drop a third one, man. Oh my yo, that'll that'll make my year if they drop. I'm talking one. about French Montana, right? Nah, no, no. I'm sorry. French Montana, man. I haven't heard that name in a while. Hey, what French Montana? Montana. <laughs> I have <laughs> I haven't heard that name in a while. But but yeah, I, I that that was that was a big disappointment. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I was I, I wasn't watching the Grammys, I was at work actually, but when I found out he didn't win, I was just like, damn, like that sucks. It it really does suck because I really thought he was winning that. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you like I'm not alone with that. A lot of people agree. Jason, you were telling me about him a little earlier. Um, 
I'm not personally, I haven't really ever listened to Freddie Gibbs, but from what I'm hearing from you about how much of a robbery this was against I him. Think, I think he's honestly like knowing you like on a personal note, I, I think he's something, he's someone that you would enjoy listening to. Yeah. No, I think like just us talking about it right now, that's probably just going to be what's going to push me to check him out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Grammys, there's right? always there's always next year i mean we'll we'll see what happens yeah, i did man. i mean i do think he he just got he got robbed last year too like this isn't anything new to me to me as a fan of him yeah i mean sure there is always next year but we're talking about the grammys like yeah we can't even rely on that the weekend's not in any of these lists that's weird that, that's <laughs> That's, that, that's crazy. That, that's just disgust. It's disgusting. That, that's what it is because he clear. It doesn't even make sense that he's not there. Not even a nominee, and like he sh- he should be in consideration to be the winner for like for a couple of times. He should be the winner for a lot of these, but it is what mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, that's kind of the end of our our um you know, circle of what we talk about on this podcast in terms of music. Uh, Lion Pop album, Bad Bunny won. So if anyone likes Bad Bunny, and I know a lot of people do, he won. So you, you guys won tonight. Not tonight. You guys won. He's you guys so won. It's so crazy. Like, he's really popular. And I, I don't even listen to, I mean, I can't even speak Spanish. Honestly. You don't even know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know but, what he's saying, but his songs, I mean, it, it gets a lot of noise. There's always people talking about Bad Bunny. You know. Oh yeah, I mean, nothing no, surprised me. There is no, there's no debate there. Who should? Yeah, definitely. In terms of the music, the impact, and the reach, mm-hmm. I don't know how you can't pick him. Yeah. And I don't even know, like, I, I, I don't, I'm not familiar with the other people, but I don't know how you don't pick him. He clearly has the biggest, like, audience reach. Yeah. Didn't he have like a? Like a, a concert on a tour bus or something? Like a like I've never seen that before. That's pretty fly. So he's a very, he's a very, he's a very creative, innovative person. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So but he's here to stay though. That's gonna be an award he wins for years. For sure. Yeah. That's anyways, that that's kind of the list I wanted to talk about for the Grammys, at least. I don't know if you guys wanted to touch on anything else. Um, if I'm not wrong, didn't Burn a Boy win something? Or am I just I am off? not one hundred percent sure. We can try to look that up. Well, I know he had his name was involved and I think yeah, I think he performed. But oh I wanna speak about performances. I know Bruno Mars. Anderson, Anderson Pack, you know. That will be. They, they done did it. <laughs> that will be huge in the future. I'm just, I'm looking at the list right now, but yeah. that will be. He, Brandon Boyd did win, by the way. Yes, you're yeah. right. Um, yeah, that will be that will be huge. Oh, uh, I'll just bring this up quick because it's not really much to speculate on. But uh, Kanye winning number twenty two. Kanye West. I mean, <laughs> we we criticize Jesus is King every single day on Twitter. 
and he still won a Grammy. And he pissed on a Grammy last year, and he still won a Grammy. Mm. No, no, dope that is. <laughs> Yo, he can't lose, man. He he pissed on a whole Grammy, and he still won one. Because you can't. His music is just something but, you just not like. Put it put aside. My guy, my guy pissed on a Grammy, and he won. But you can't even get the weekend as a nomination on any of these lists. You guys, the Grammys. You're gonna hear from me one day. Now, another thing that was pretty, like, I know I watched a lot of their performances. The performances that they had were all, like, in my opinion, they're all good. Like, Oh, uh, yeah. No, no complaints on my end. Yeah, very solid performances by all. And just wish that they had that same type of energy towards, you know, some of the picks. But, hey, it's an award show. Uh, last, last thing for me, uh, shout out to Hit Boy because that man – Oh, uh, last one. Best music video, Brown Skin Girl. Mm. Yeah. Um, you, I'm not going to complain about that. Um, shout out to Hip Boy, because Hip Boy uh, was a major part of the rap uh, drops, the hip-hop drops of last year. Uh, King's Disease. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Big Sean. A lot of the Griselda projects of last year. So shout out to Hip Boy. He deserves it. He he's been here a while he's been here a while he's helped produce astroworld he's helped produce watch the throne like very underappreciated in this industry hit boy and he's going to continue making good music for sure but yeah that's kind of it for me in terms of all this list i mean i got my hate out that i wanted to i did win with rain on me i did you know I lost and I won. Win some, lose some. Win some, lose some. Mm-hmm. So that's it. That's the Grammys for this year. We'll, you know, future award shows. We're not going to watch them, but we're going to react to them. We're going to react to the winners and the nominations and all that. So that's that. Before we end the show, you already know the drill. Yeah. Uh, uh, drill. Before, before I get into... Um, the all right, like, what was that for? Come on, <laughs> roll, roll call for Christians combat. Oh, movement. I, need, I need a different sound bite for that roll call. I got you, I'll work on it. I'm okay. but um, before I get into that though, I'm gonna mention this like, staying on a more, more of a positive note because it's not really good news regarding boxing. Um, Based out of Providence, a classical high school legend, Jeremy Pena, just took the best pitcher on the face of the earth. He hit a home run off him. Yeah. And I just wanted to give him a shout out for that. I don't know. He's probably not going to hear this, but, you know, Jeremy, good shit, man. Shout out out to Jeremy Pena. We all remember you when you were in high school with us. We all remember your playing days here. Uh, You've come a long way. We're, we we never doubted you. We know the work ethic you put into this. We know what you bring to the table. We never doubted you. Uh, keep going, man. Like he's he's gonna. I I know we know we know that kid's work ethic. He's gonna make it, man. Yeah, and it's not a matter of if; it's just when at this but, point. Yeah, he's doing good. He's doing good. But um, okay, yeah. So regarding boxing, though, uh. Boxing world is mourning the loss of an absolute legend, uh, somebody who embodies boxing itself, like 
if you were, if somebody were to ask you what is boxing, you can just pull up tape on this guy and they'll get a really good idea. Uh, the marvelous one, marvelous Marvin Hagler. He literally he legally changed his name to marvelous Marvin Hagler. I'm not just gassing him up, although he was. Uh, he passed away this Saturday. Um, this past Saturday, and I'm not going to get into any of the speculation regarding it because. That's just going to take away from me paying respects to the legend. Obviously, wasn't alive uh, during his era. He he retired um, twelve years before I was even born. But um, no, he was a southpaw, and as a southpaw, I uh, I'm not a competitive boxer. Let me just put it out there. I do it for training, and uh, I just enjoy the sport. But I. I would I would try to model my my I guess my fight game after fighters, and he was one person who definitely stood out to me. Uh, just relentless, um, true warrior, and it's just really sad to think about. You got the other legends of his era, uh, all still alive to this day. I'm sure they're mourning. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just really tough to think about just just because me personally I I really modeled like I, I watched this guy I watched so much film from this guy and saw how much boxing meant to him and it's just sad to see sad to see him go and 66 I know that seems old to us that's that's just young and it's tough to see somebody go before they they should, or not should, let me rephrase that, before the time comes, naturally. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Marvelous Marvin Hagler. Uh, you're a legend. Your legacy will live on. And, you'll, and that's going to be, it's evident with boxers who fought after you and boxers to this day and boxers 20 years from now. Your influence is still going to be here. Yeah, just wanted to close off on that sorry if i nice. turned the vibe down sorry guys I think, I might, I think i might shed a tear pretty soon in all seriousness uh rest in peace any any legend in any sport um you know we recognize you for your talents during your time and the work you've done yeah, in this situation, it happened to me in the boxing community. I've seen it many times in the basketball community, the football and the baseball community. So I definitely know how you feel about that, uh, especially coming from someone that really pays attention to, you know, the combat world like you do. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I know how that feels, man. It's tough. I know you never, like, saw him get – got to see him or anything like that, but, you know, it, you know it, it's part of your – interest obviously you're gonna you know be yeah. affected by it with boxing and just sports in general i really do i i personally appreciate the history behind these sports a lot and yeah yeah just just seeing it and being able obviously not witness, witnessing at the time but just witnessing the greatness that was marvelous marvin Hagler. uh just sad to see him pass away rest in peace my guy Sure. Does, that wrap, right. does that wrap up your moment? Um, 
Yeah. Oh, oh, actually, shit. I can't believe this went over my mind. Um, I brought this up on a previous episode, but Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury signed for a two-fight deal. That's a thing, though. Uh, biggest heavyweight fight in nearly 20 years, honestly. And, wow, I just can't wait to see it. Two different, different styles, two of the best in the game right now. Um, obviously, Deontay Wilder's still in that mix, too, because with the power in his right hand. He's a monster. Man. Yeah, I, I just I, I I really want to see Deontay Wilder bounce back because that second Fury fight I know there was plenty of speculation on that stuff but just going off like off of it off like face value, um, it really did a number on him psychologically and yeah. I'd I'd rather see him bounce back and come back strong because he, uh, not the most technically sound fighter but literally one of the hardest punchers in the history of the sport. And for sure, yeah, just supposed it's uh, first fight supposed to be sometime in the summer. Uh, location is unknown at the moment, but uh, we just got a lot to look forward to. Now we're looking forward to we will definitely have a segment on that when that comes. Yeah, that man could hit, yeah, but that's all I got to say. Yeah, there's your moment from. Mr. Christian, and I know you got big news. We're not going to drop it just yet, but I know you got big news coming soon. So stay tuned for that. Uh, follow the page for that. We'll, yeah. we'll get that out there. Yeah. But anyways, that makes up episode 31. Yeah. Make sure to, like I said, follow us on Twitter at Beyond Bleachers for the latest sports, pop culture, Christian's announcement, all that stuff. You don't want to miss it. We always up to date. We always, you know, we're always there for the fans. We're always there for the public. So make sure to follow us. We're we're pretty active on there. So give us a follow. Subscribe to the channel. We are here on YouTube. Not a not a new thing now. I mean, we we've been here for a while. So not just audio. We're here on video too. And yeah, all of our plugs, all of our social medias, they're on the page. So follow that. Follow that. follow that. Yep. Uh as for me, like I said, uh next week I turn another year. I'm looking forward to spending another year of my life doing this with you guys. Yeah. Love this one. Can't wait to see how much we're gonna grow together, guys. Yeah, that's gonna be good. We're gonna we're gonna be good. And next week, uh, next episode, we're probably gonna get a better hairline from me because I look pretty, pretty beat up right now. But that's okay. Man, I don't got this durag on for no reason. Uh, that's okay. That's called. Yeah, being... I always wear this hat, and it's a good reason. Called the power of. It's... Not the power, actually. The struggle of being a dude. <laughs> Oh, I thought Charles was about to bring it out. Oh, hell no. <laughs> no chance. Anyways, y'all, as for me, Charles and Christian, this is Beyond the Bleachers. Make sure to look at previous episodes. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. We're out. Once again, though, uh, rest in peace to the marvelous one. Peace, okay. guys. Peace out. Peace, y'all.